Yes, people, it is episode 119 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff, obviously. How are you doing? It's Friday the 3rd of May 2019. Why are you recording it so early? Because I've got things to do this weekend, right? I had a wedding yesterday. I've got a wedding tomorrow. I've got a gig in Birmingham on on a Sunday. I've got to hang out with my mates on Monday. I've got things to do, all right? So I'm doing it now. I'll probably still release it late, but it don't matter. It's happening, Okay. Was at a wedding yesterday, amazing, real fun wedding. Uh, it was Naomi's friends getting married, and yeah, it's lovely. Love to be at a wedding. Do what? It's great being at a wedding when you're engaged, though. I'll tell you that. Why? Don't get the pressure question. So, when are you two getting married? You know what I mean, when are you two getting married? Um, October. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. Didn't realize you was engaged. My bad. So, as other friends tell me that when you're married and you're at a wedding, you just chilled. No pressure. But I'll tell you what, horrible thing about being at a wedding when you are engaged, you're just comparing and thinking, you're making notes. They've got a notebook out. Hmm, okay. This part took a bit too long. Okay. This food was lovely. Ooh, that was a good idea, but we can't do that now. And that's the problem as well. When someone's a bat, when something goes wrong at, at someone else's wedding, you go, yeah, we'll change that. We'll do this. When something goes well at someone's wedding, you're like, Damn it, we can't do that. Look like we're copying. <laughs> well, no, but it was a lovely, it was a lovely wedding, man. It was nice to have the day after day, so I could just chill out, have a drink. Because Naomi's friends have never seen me. Tipsy. The first time they met me, I was battered. They met me on my 30th birthday party. I was mortally drunk. Like mash-up drunk. It's my 30th. From Essex, this is my 30th. I was mash up drunk, okay? And that's when they first met me. And after that, I've always been designated driver. So they just see me as being like kind of a square, sipping on a lemonade. And why everyone else is progressively getting more drunk? So they was happy this time to see me, having a drink, having a laugh, getting the shots in. It's just a, it's a good, it's a great night. It's great, man. So today now, I'm just in the house. I'm to, um, I thought I was going to chill out. You know what it's like, guys. You've had, you got it in your plan. It's a day off of work. I'm going to chill out. I'm going to relax. I don't even know what I'm going to do. I've got no plans. And then as Naomi's leaving, she goes, hey, Darren, do you want to be helpful? What? Uh, if you could just do like some housework while you're here. Um, what? That wasn't my plan. Don't want to do that. You know what I mean? I didn't want to get dressed today. Um, now I've got to do housework. That's not how I relax. That's not how I take my days off. How about you do the housework when you get back? Did I say any of this? Of course I didn't. I said, uh, I already said I was going to do housework. She's like, did I? Sorry, I didn't I didn't remember you saying that, Darren. Sorry. Oh, my bad. Sorry to bring it up. I was like, yeah, damn right. Don't bring that shit up. Told you I was going to do housework. I had no intention of doing housework. But now I do. And I've got my housework trick that I do. So I actually do the housework. But you don't want to do it too early. I never want to do the housework too early. Why? Do it too early. Um, sometimes it can look like you haven't done it. Now, it just looks clean. They can't really work out what you've done. But what you do, right, guys, doesn't matter how early you do it, just make sure you spray. Spray a smelly, clean fragrance. Whether that's bleach or any kind of surface cleaning, spray that just before they get in. Also, let them come in as you're doing something as well. Think about it, psychologically, they come in, see you sat on the sofa on your laptop. Then they have to look around and see, has he actually done any housework here? 
No, no. Let them come in. You've got to be cleaning somewhere weird, like under the cupboard door. Make them think you're thorough with it. You know? Preferably on your back. On your back or you're laying down, reaching around the corner, around the back or something. So what are you doing? Just cleaning. Just how I clean. When you're not here. Yeah, I clean. I'm thorough with my cleaning. That's how I'm cleaning right now. I'm sorry, I didn't see you come in there. Well, 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 I've got a ladder. I'm cleaning the roof. Cleaning the ceiling. Got, you know, got, got clean up there. Oh, you didn't know I cleaned up here. Yeah, no, I do that. I clean. I'm thorough. <laughs> That's how I do my cleaning, man. That's, that's, how, so that's what I'm going to do today. So I haven't done any. I mean, I've washed washed the bath out because I used it, but now I just shaves part of my beard, so now I need to do that again. And um, just, yeah, paper. It's got a bit of paper out as well. I'll just put those in nice piles. That's always another cheeky trick. If you don't know where to put it, put it in a nice pile. Because I don't know where our clothes go. Can't lie. I still don't know where our clothes go in, in, in our room. That shows you how often I do laundry. <laughs> I put it in the washing machine, take it out, hang it up to dry. After that, I'm like, boy, boy, I don't know where your clothes go. So I just fold them in a nice, nice, neat pile, leave them on the bed for her to put away. Because the times when I have tried to put it away, be helpful, I've fucked it up. Put it in the wrong drawer. She's like, ah, oh, no, this type of underwear goes in this part of the drawer. This type of underwear goes in that part of the drawer. I'm just like, deal what, babe. I'm not really that interested. Not really listening. So, yes, you deal with that. <laughs> well, come on. What's going on in the world, man? What's going on? Got um, told Casta Semenya thing. She lost her appeal with the Court of Arbitration of Sport Cass. Um, let's, let's find... Let's find that. I think I was trying to read about DSD and about what causes high level testosterone um, in ladies, but I think I got bored. There was way too many medical words, and it just became very hard to read. But yeah, Casta Semenya. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just not nice. It's how it's happened. It's just been horrible. Do I agree with it? I still don't know. I don't think I do. I don't think I agree with it. I can't say categorically. Um, it's so, yeah. I think what the issue is for me is if it was such an issue about her um, about her testosterone levels before, it, no, it's naturally occurring. So, so let's say that for whatever reason... No, there's no, there's no other reason. This is the reason. She's a woman and she has high level testosterone because of, she has DSD, which is, oh, I can't remember what DSD stands for, but some do, it makes you intersex. And, um, I don't know, I just think it's bollocks. Excuse the pun. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't even mean to, didn't even mean to do it. Didn't even mean to do it. Um, but, it's a joke. It's a joke that she's having to go through this. She's got a natural advantage. You can't be, I mean, you can't be bitching and moaning that people have got a natural advantage over you. And it's such a specific judgment as well from Cass. It's like running between 815, 800 metres, 1500 metres and a mile. They haven't made the judgment on anything lower or higher than those distances. 
but you've got to have a certain level of testosterone or underneath a certain level of testosterone to compete as a woman. Strange. Now I'm trying to think what other natural things could happen to a woman. I mean, yeah, what if you're a woman you've got really small breasts? Does it give you an unfair advantage? I don't. It's, an, it's a nonsense. It's a bit of a nonsense, man. Uh, people try to conflate it with how other black athletes, some people have gone for a race angle, how other black athletes have been treated, um, such as Usain Bolt, Serena Williams. Uh, I'm not sure if that's the same. They've been drug tested more than other people. I think that's because there's just their sheer dominance at the sport. Um, and this feels like a race thing because black people dominate sports in a way that white people don't. Um, in individual sports, that is. I mean, team sports, Lionel Messi. Um, oh, do you see his goal against Liverpool? Jesus Christ, what a goal. What a goal. But hey, actually, he's a good example. He's one, he's, uh, he was subjected to, um, to growth hormones. He was pumped with growth hormones when he was 13. He was too small. Barca doctors just jabbed him in the leg, make him bigger. So him at 5'7", is him actually bigger than his genetics would have set him to be because he had his growth hormone deficiency. So it's just like we've got an example there where we're letting someone take drugs or alter their hormones to actually compete, to make, yeah, to add hormones to make them, to enhance their performance to make them compete. And you've got someone else here who's naturally got higher hormones and say, no, no, reduce that. Doesn't make sense. Um, I, I wish people would stop conflating it with the trans thing because I don't think they're the same at all. I think it just muddies the water and confuses things. Um, I don't think the trans uh, athlete debate is, is the same thing at all here. Like I said, this is about someone who's got something naturally occurring, uh, running in the gender that they're meant to, and just being better than everyone else. Because I'm telling you now, would this be an issue if she wasn't winning? You know what I mean? Or how many, I wonder how many like, women have been, have dominated sports, and their testosterone levels are actually higher than others. You know, if someone's testosterone levels are higher, then maybe they're predisposed to be better at sport. Same way that if someone's taller, really helps with basketball. Someone's faster, really helps with sprinting. You know, I don't. It, it's just a bit. It's a bit weird. But I guess she is just an anomaly. She really is an anomaly because it's not like it's all South Africans or it's all Africans or it's all black. Athletes who have this, it's just one individual who has this. But I don't know, man. It's a strange one. I don't, I don't know where I sit on it. I don't know where I sit on it. I, I think I disagree with, with someone being forced to take a drug to suppress something that happens naturally. And I can't think... I've, I think I'm trying to take time for this. I'm trying to think of a fair equivalent of this and I cannot think of one. I can't think of one where I agree that someone needs to take something to alter them to lower their performance. It's just weird. 
It's like someone's got like a bigger lung capacity. You go, all right, you got to smoke these cigarettes before you before you compete, mate. I mean, I don't know. Make you say shorter. Reduce Serena's gym time or training time. Like, well, I don't know. It's a bit weird. It's weird, man. I don't know. My thing is, it probably should have been sorted out so much earlier. Like, if you was going to make all this fuss about it, then just don't let her compete at all. But it's been so undignified, and it's been it's been handled terribly, man. Really badly. Really, really badly. But, um... But, the, yeah, every article I read, though, they keep on bringing in trans stuff in. She's not trans. I mean, the trans athletes, it's... Again, I guess it's a strange one where... We only really care about men transitioning to women and just dominating that sport. Women transitioning to men, it's not going to happen. But men transitioning to women... Um, I've seen some good arguments on both sides on this one. Um, some people are saying it's been, it's been kind of hyperbolic that the, and fant, fantastical, fantastical, fantastical. The idea that there's going to be a big kind of swarm of male athletes just doing gender reassignment and getting into women's sport. Um, there isn't actually that many trans people. Anyway, then that many trans people are good at sport. I think it's not that many. Um, and switching gender as well isn't a simple thing as changing what box you tick either. Uh, if you I think if you try to get that stuff on NHS, you've got to go like through years of like counselling and therapy, and then taking hormones and doing so much. Um, I think the current stance on trans athletes is if they are transitioning from man to, men to women, they have to do all that kind of medical stuff first, then a year not competing and solely on their hormone treatment, then they can compete. And there hasn't really been that many dominant trans athletes. I think where it would be an issue is at high school level, right? Where kids start transitioning there at that young age. And then all the women's sports, it's just done. Dreadful. But I know. Trans thing's weird. It's, it's all weird. I was discussing with one of my cousins uh, about trans. So you know when you're in the WhatsApp group, someone posts a picture of some women. So they're all, they're all born men. They're all men. And it makes you laugh because a lot of guys' first reaction to that is they go, ah. Oh, Neither not. Which basically means I still want to fuck them. <laughs> That's all that means. When someone shows you a picture or someone goes, this is a dude, and you go, no, it's not. It's like, nah, don't believe it. They're not. They're women. That's you saying. I slightly, I'm still interested. I mean, I guess it doesn't necessarily have to mean that, but it may just mean you really think they look like women. Fine. Okay. But deep down, we know. We know you just, you, yeah, kind of want to bang. It makes you laugh because, like, this kind of idea that it just, there's nothing wrong with saying that the person is attractive, trans or not trans. Just say they're attractive. You, you clearly found them attractive when you first saw the picture. People like try to, people don't even bother doing that shit to me because they know they can't trick me into anything. Yeah? Show me a picture of a woman. What do you think of her, Dan? I think she's hot. Ha, ah, she used to be a dude. Okay, still, still an attractive person. 
what? Are you gay? I said, nope. I can tell you that Chris Hemsworth, the guy faced four, is a good looking dude. Not gay. <laughs> I mean, if I could point out that a dude is good looking, and I could point out a woman's good looking, then I could point out that a dude who's transitioned to a woman is good looking. Doesn't mean I have to fuck him or want to fuck him. I just find it strange that people, that, like once they know it's a dude, they can't even say that they're attractive. It's like, that's, that's strange to me. It's like saying, oh, you know, I don't eat mushrooms. Hate them. Can't stand mushrooms. Disgusting. All right. Do you want some dinner? Yeah, yeah, sure. What are you making? Just try it. Have some. Mmm, smells delicious. Mmm, this is wonderful. What is it? Mushrooms. Ugh. See, now if this person now says that that dish is disgusting, they're lying. They clearly enjoyed it. They enjoyed the smell of it. They're attracted to it. Are they allowed to be upset that they ate mushrooms without knowing? Yes. I'm not saying they need to continue eating mushrooms. If you bang someone who's trans, I'm not saying you have to now be in a relationship with them and get married to them. No. You have. It's your choice. You're allowed to decide who you have sex with and who you don't. Okay, so that's fine. For whatever reasons as well. You can bang a woman who's amazing, great, and then you find out a month down the line, yeah, do you know what, what? I've got kids. I've got a kid. Well, okay, cool. I don't want to have sex with you anymore. I don't, I don't want to be involved in you with you when you're kid. You know? Same way if I saw someone, oh, yeah, they look hot. Yeah, she, she's really attractive. And someone goes, ah, you know, she's 17, right? It's like, wow, really? She doesn't look 17. She looks older, but now I know she's 17. And I'm not really going to pass that comment again. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's fine. But, um, but you can't deny the fact that you found that person attractive, though. She's like, yeah, that's, I guess they're a good-looking 17-year-old. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just don't want to have sex with them now. That's it. Still good looking. It's weird. We can say animals look good looking. Plants, paintings, women, men, someone who's trans. Nah, can't say they're good looking. Can't say it. Make me gay somehow. And the same way that you can say they're good looking, I can also say one's fucking ugly. Judging individual merits. Caitlyn Jenner, not an attractive woman. Simple. It's very simple, not attractive. So there's some trans people online, good looking people. Good for you. Live your life. Now, I guess the question would be, do they have to disclose whether they used to be, you know, one gender or the other? Hmm. I don't know. See, my view is this, because I, I, I won't get tricked. One, because I'm, I'm out of the game now. I'm out of the game. Can't get tricked now. Had a good, good, had a good run. Didn't. I mean, didn't drop the ball. <laughs> but, should they have to disclose? Well, my thing is, Lacey, luckily for me, I'm not attracted to any kind of fakery. I don't like fake tits, fake asses. So... There, there you go. I'm not going to get tricked that way. Uh, I don't even like fake lips. don't even like fake eyelashes, fake nails. None of that. Fake hair. Not fun. Not a fan. Not really a big fan. All right? So, I wouldn't be tricked by that anyway, but the guys who are, guys who like those big balloon tits, 
you know, and the and the nappy butt. Look like you've got pampers on. The guys who like that, um, should they should they have the right for a woman to disclose to them that they used to be a dude? I mean, if you ask directly and they lie, then they're fucked up. That's fucked up. But if you are, if you don't ask though, I don't think it's uh, down to them to tell you. I generally don't. If you're not going to ask these questions, then you know what? That's you. You made your bed, lying it. If I go into a restaurant and I'm kind of, I'm like allergic to nuts. I'm going to ask, what of these dishes have nuts in? You know. So same with men. You're going to date a woman. Ask her. Do you or have you ever contained nuts? <laughs> you got to ask them that. Do you or have you ever contained nuts? I'm allergic to nuts. I just need to know. But if you do not ask that question, then, hey, man, you might get anaphylactic shock. That's if you are allergic to nuts. If you're just pretending, then, hey, enjoy yourself, lads. All right, it's a strange one. It's a strange one this week. Um, I haven't even said about what I've been doing. What else I've been doing this week? What else have I done? Not much. Just gigged. Watch Spurs uh, lose one 0 respectably. I think it's a respectful one 0 because you saw what happened to Liverpool at the New Camp. See, Spurs can at least go into this second leg knowing that if we score a goal first, away goal cancelled, tight, blown wide open, boom. Right, it's going to be organised, it's going to be tough, but we're going to have Son back, so we're actually going to have a threat because Llorente is a fucking bus. He literally just so immobile. But, you know, he is professional footballer and he's won a World Cup, so, I, you know, it's easy for me just to walk around in my living room calling World Cup winning footballer shit. Uh, the same World Cup winning footballer that got us a goal to actually get us through to this stage. I mean, it's easy for me to do that as a football fan, right? So I won't do it. But, you know, Tottenham are still in the tie. Um, Arsenal won yesterday as well. Chelsea drew. I think it's going to be Arsenal-Chelsea uh, Europa League final. So that'd be good. That'd be fun to watch. Just hope that Tottenham can make it to Champions League final. Oh, I just want to be in the final. That's all. You know, if we can get battered by Barcelona in the final and everyone can make memes and that'd be great. But if we just get to the final, then, oh, oh it could be magical. Could be magical. We will see. Jesus knows something about our light. Oh, I need to fix that. Sorry. Now you just look up at the ceiling and realise we, we might need to do some plastering. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, what else has happened this week, though? Um, let's see. What else has happened? Uh... Do I write any notes? Anything else? Very bad at writing notes in the week now. I try to hold it in my head. Oh, I'll remember to talk about that. Um, no, can't think of anything. Oh, but here's one thing I've got to mention about the wedding. Nothing being engaged at wedding as well, which is great. Is uh, yeah. Here's here's the ranking of positions to be at a wedding, right? So it's being married at wedding, fine. Um, then being engaged. Then being in a relationship, um, then 
yeah, then that's it. Being a single guy at a wedding, dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. We was uh, looking at the groomsmen, quite a few of them were single. And, um, and Naomi was a bridesmaid as well, so she had to walk down with one of them, down the aisles, ready to jump in. Like, get your hands off her, bruv. Are you mad? No. <laughs> um, and there's one point in the wedding, in the reception, where the groomsmen are looking bored. And Naomi interviewed the bridesmaid, why are the groomsmen just like, like loitering around, not doing anything? They look bored. Why are they not like talking to people? Like, I'll tell you why. Because this is what happens. I've been to weddings as a single guy, and it goes a little like this. Hey, bruv, 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 bruv. Um, so who am I walking down the aisle with? You're walking down the aisle with this person. Oh, okay, nice, nice. Oh, right, yeah, she's nice. She got, she's, she's single? Nah, she's engaged. Oh, okay, or uh, what about that one? No, she's got a man. That one? Yeah, married. That one? Yeah, she's got a man. And you, know, you just get more and more demotivated. Like, probably like David Attenborough style, isn't it? It's like, and the single men at the wedding congregate around the drinks as they survey the reception for a single lady. As one sets eyes on a single lady and makes his approach across the dance floor, he is then intercepted by an evening guest who appears to be that lady's fiance. <laughs> The single groomsman retreats back to the herd and makes new plans and makes a new target. Seriously, like each time I've gone to a wedding as a single guy, I've just gone, look, listen, I ain't asking around who's single. Big man, tell me who here is single. I'm not asking each individual one, having a good 20 minute conversation and them calling me lovely and then saying, yeah, you can meet my boyfriend later when he arrives. Or no, that's him over there. No. Man, you're going to a wedding. Just get it locked in straight away. Look, no fucking about. Who is between the ages of 18 and... Do you know what? Fuck it. No upper limit. Who's older than 18? Uh, woman. Never contain nuts. Right? I need to know who here is eligible. Single. Tell me. All right, well, um... Just make my, my aunt, my aunt Kathy... Um... She she got she divorced my uncle Jeff like ten years ago, so uh, she's still not really over that. But yeah, there she is. She's she's fifty five. She's single. Um, and other than that, oh, I mean, look, Claire's best mate. Um, she's single. Bit nuts though, and fat. So that's that's it, mate. Those are your options, really. Those are your only single girls here. Um, what are you going to do? <laughs> it's nuts. Actually, when I went to Australia, it was the other way around. All the guys had uh, had partners. There's a lot of single girls there. Uh, I think when they got... I think, I think they got whiff of someone being single. We was like the, we was the cool guys from England. We had the accent and stuff. We were so, like, oh, wow, who are these guys? He's, they're all nice and charming and stuff. And then, you know, as the night goes on, so he's like, yeah, girlfriend, yeah, fiance, yeah, wife. Just like, oh. you see the girls, just like, I've wasted my time talking to this guy. So that's the thing you do, people, when you're entering those rooms, weddings, either have that out of your mind completely, have time with your friends, or if you are on the hunt, 
you got to just get that sorted. Locked in, early doors. Right, how long have I done on this podcast? 28 minutes. Let's get some dear Deirdre. Um, so I can't think of anything else to talk about. I always do a quick look on Twitter, look at the timeline, because that's really important, Twitter. Um, yeah, people just talking about Barcelona. Um, why has it got me trending in fucking Hillenden? All right, Tommy Robinson getting attacked by milkshakes. Oh, that's all a bit mad. Right. Anyway. Let's find... Um, sorry. Sorry, people. Like, dear, 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 let's get on to that. Now I'm going to look at it. I'm just going to click on the first one. Bam! Dear, 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 I'm pregnant. After bedding two guys from work when boyfriend dumped me, but I don't know who's the dad. Oh, in the name of Mori Povich, what is going on? <laughs> I watched another clip of Mori. I don't know why I always watch them. You know, you look at posts on Facebook. It's like five minute, six minute clip, and you know how it's going to end. And there's a part of me that just likes seeing that misery. You know what I mean? We've got Joquanda on the show. Um, she claims that Marquis is the father of her daughter, Giovanni. <laughs> and he's there. He's like, here's the picture. And she's like, listen, Mari. And watch this short video. Listen, Mari, I know that Marquis is the father of Giovanni. Okay? I know. Look at the nose. Look at the nose. Look at the lips. The lips, the eyes. The nose, the lips, the eyes. That's his baby. That's his baby. And when he find out, he's going to have to take care of her. And he said, well, welcome to Joquanda on the show. Everyone's like clapping. Like, Whoa! Whoa! And he says, so why do you think Marquise is the father? And then she says the same things, pointing at the screen. Look at the nose. Look at the nose. Look at the nose. And then Marquise comes out now. Okay, let's welcome out Marquise. Well, I see they did a video of Marquis. So, listen, Mari, I know I'm not the baby daddy of this child. This child's looking Chinese or shit. I'm a no, Mari, but I ain't the father. I'll be walking around the street, people be laughing at me. <laughs> Say, why you walk, carrying around some goddamn Chinese baby? Hey, I ain't the father, yo. Let's welcome Marquis to the show. And he's like, boo! Boo! Take care of this Chinese kid, Marquis. And he's like, Mari, come on, man. Look at this baby, man. This, this kid, the kid Puerto Rican, the Chinese or some shit. I ain't, I ain't the father. And then she's like, you are. You are the daddy. And if you are the father, Marquis, are you going to take care of 18-month-old Javance? I will. I mean, I've already been doing it. But if I ain't the father, I'm going. Okay, the results are in. Okay. So, for the paternity test. Of 18 month Javance Marquis, you are not the father. And it's just like, whoo! Man starts dugging on stage. Just goes running off the stage like, no! Starts crying into the wall. No! It's just weird, isn't it? Now, what is the incentive to go on that show? If you know you are not. <clears throat> I mean, you as the. Mother the child. 
do you honestly believe that guy's the father? Like, I'd just like to see some woman go on there with just a bit of, a bit of humility. It's like, is, is Marquise the father? It's like, do what, Mar I don't know. This one on the goddamn show, all right? Because I don't know if he's the dad. It got wild, okay? We were drinking liquor. I was going through a bad time. I was doing hella drugs, okay? And I fucked a lot of dudes in a two-week period, okay? And Marquise was one of them. Now, we're together now because he's a dumb motherfucker. I don't know why he's acting like he didn't know I was doing all this shit. He stuck with me. The rest of them, they're in a WhatsApp group together. They're laughing. But I don't know if he's the father. But he was there. He was there. He was definitely there. You know, if the women came with that energy, the women goes, Marquise, you are not the father. He'd probably be like, oh, man, you know, good luck. I hope you find the dad, you know. There's, there's, a couple, there's, there's a lot of guys there at that party still, but, you know, hope you find the dad. But when they're like, you are the father, and, you know, getting the guy for child support for 18 months. I'm in child support, he's there, he's raising the kid. It's a madness. Anyway, dear Deirdre, <laughs> I, went a bit wild, I went a bit wild drinking and having sex with two guys from work after my boyfriend dumped me. Now I'm pregnant and I don't know which of these guys is the father. I'm 23 and an assistant cook in the kitchen of a big hotel. Oh, is one of them head chef and one of them is a fucking pot cleaner. Oh, let's see. Um, a big hotel. I love what I do, but it's hard work and the long hours have lost me the man I love. Um, we were together since I was 18. He works in IT and got really fed up with me working almost every evening until late. That's what happens when you work in a hotel restaurant. And he said he was worried. No, no sorry. He said he was sorry but told me he'd met someone new. I was gutted and started to mix with the hotel staff more. We all work funny hours, so we're all in the same boat. I got friendly with some of the waiters. Ah, it's a waiter. Uh, one of the guys on the maintenance team and the guy... Oh, wait, wait, sorry. I got really friendly with some of the waiters, one of the guys on the maintenance team, a guy on reception, and one of the porters. Right, there's a lot of guys here who is fit and incredibly sweet. They're all in their 20s, like me, and I can always find someone free when I've finished my shift and fancy a drink. Because I bet you fit, and they'll all be going, oh, we want to smash the girl in the kitchen, the assistant cook. Anyway, was it assistant chef, assistant cook? Oh, it was assistant cook. There you go. Um, last month, I had a... I'll say that. I finished shift uh, and fancy drink. I know I've been drinking too much since the breakup. Working and drinking is all I do. Last month, I had a few drinks with a guy from reception. We went to one of the staff rooms way down in the basement, got uh, too tired to get changed and go home. Uh, we shared, what? We went to one of the staff rooms way down the basement, too tired to get changed and go home. I go, we shared half a bottle of scotch, then we kissed and had sex. Later that week, it all happened again, but with the maintenance man. Oh, so receptionist or maintenance man? Let's see. We were drinking and talking, then I started crying because I was missing my boyfriend. Or maybe because I was drunk. He was lovely and caring and gave me a cuddle. We both fell asleep on the sofa. When we woke up, we were cuddled up close and went all the way. I have really messed up and I feel too embarrassed to tell either of t those two guys they might be the dad. I know they will be both annoyed. I feel really confused. Now, her aside, imagine if you're the ex-boyfriend now. You just split up. Uh, you've got a new girlfriend, so you're not really thinking about it too much. And now you found out she's pregnant. 
You're like, huh? Okay. She doesn't know who the dad is. Huh? I feel like I dodged the bullet there. She sounds like a madness. But, um, yeah, she's got to tell. You've got to tell them, right? Um, what you do, don't bang anyone else. You commit to one guy thinking he's the dad. Uh, and you say, let's go for a test. You just tell him, let's go for a test. DNA test. Uh, he's either is the dad. So cool. Don't need to tell the other one. Or um, he isn't. And then you tell the other one. But if there's the third one in the mix, then I don't know what to tell you. Go on, Maury. Go on, Maury. Oh, my God. This is dreadful. Emotional wreck. Um, I've been blocked by a guy I really liked after begging for him to take me back. The, the injury. After seeing a man I met online just a handful of times for a kiss and a cuddle, I felt I couldn't live without him. Um, what's going on with me? I'm 49 and divorced. Oh, you're, you're older than the internet. Um, <laughs> 49 and divorced. Uh, the guy is 53 and married. So I knew he was just, he just wanted a fling. We only ever met up in his car, but I wanted more. I just don't, I just don't know who these side people are. I just couldn't do it. I was going to trust. You know, just trust it. You know what I mean? Like, even if I wanted to do it, like, I was that way inclined. I just couldn't trust it. Just in this day and age, just like this now, the stress I'd be going through is this guy, married guy, knowing that there's a 49-year-old divorcee who's obsessed with me. I'd be like, she's going to rock up at my house, isn't she? She knows what my car looks like. Oh, it's going to be dreadful. It's going to be a madness in aisle three in Tesco. <laughs> I, was gonna, I don't want that to come back to me, so I, was not, I don't put it out there. That's nuts. Anyway, um, I ain't even met in his car and I wanted more. He kept texting and getting annoyed um, that I wouldn't invite him over, but I couldn't as my grown-up daughter with special needs lives with me. I got stressed out and told him it was over. Then I became an emotional wreck and begged him to take me back. He said to back off and blocked me. I felt like I'd lost a best friend, but I hardly knew him. Do what? Just, just, just let it go, innit? You know, finger blast yourself over the memories, but it's gone now. It's over. Um, right, what's the next one? Uh, let's see. What? All right, full house. Wait, sorry. <clears throat> I think Hayfee was kicking in. I can't swallow. Ah, right. Full house. My son moving back home with his girlfriend and babies causing me and the wife to argue. I imagine. My son, his girlfriend and their little boy have moved in with me and his mum, but it's putting a lot of stress on our relationship. He lived at home with his two brothers until 18 months ago. He's 19 now, while his brothers are 14 and 12. His girlfriend fell pregnant and they lived with us for a year until it got too much. With our help, they got a flat. Two months ago, he rang saying he couldn't afford the rent and asked me to come back. I agreed, but it's a mistake. Things are worse than ever. We don't have enough space. My wife and I are in our mid-40s and it's causing rows. Um, kick him out. You just kick him out. That's just boot him out. Everything we do, you boot the girlfriend and the kid out because then they'll get some housing. Um, 
they'll get a nice bit of housing. And then your son moves back in with them in the house. And then you just don't put his name on any of the agreement stuff. Sort it. Let's say played system. Arlo Tan. Right. Um, I think that's it. I think that's the end of the podcast. I, oh, it's 1.40. Keep forgetting that what Naomi does for a job means that she won't necessarily be coming back at five. She'll be coming back much earlier. So I need to tidy up this flat. As I said, I would. I'm a man of my word. And so I need to tidy up. So she doesn't beat me up. She hits me, guys. She hits me. (laughs) Nah, she doesn't. Domestic violence isn't funny. It is when it's the woman hitting the dude. But, yeah, I'm only messing around. I've spoken too much. That's the end of the podcast. Episode 119 of Griff's Brain Dump. See ya.